Welcome to the podcast. Uh, today we get some really wonderful news about our employment situation. The, you know, it turns out when you sh- turn the economy off, a lot of people get un- unemployed pretty quickly. So it's an interesting development. We'll give you the details on that. Uh, are the uh, end times here? Kind of feels like it from time to time. But there's some good news as well, as there's at least some upside uh, and, and some thinking that maybe this isn't going to be as bad as some had initially projected. We'll get into those details. Uh, the stimulus package, what's in it. There's a bunch of nightmare stuff in there. We talk about Ilan Omar with Ben Weingarten. He's got a new book out, uh, Ilan Omar and the Progressive Islamist Takeover of the Democratic Party that you should definitely check out. Um, the coronavirus update. And uh, we talked to someone from the Biden campaign as well. It's all on the podcast. And tonight on Stu Does America, we're going to be going into Andrew Cuomo. I can't take it. Why do people think he's good? He's not doing a good job. He's been a failure since the beginning of this. We're going to walk you through it step by step before every, the media just in, just puts him in the White House, apparently, directly. We'll get into that on Stu Does America. If you search for uh, Stu Does America on your podcast app and subscribe, that would be fantastic. Uh, and don't forget to rate and review this podcast because it helps other people discover the show as well. Total cases worldwide now for our coronavirus update. All the numbers, 5.30 a.m. are locked in uh, from Johns Hopkins University. Total confirmed cases worldwide now, 486,702, up from 434 yesterday. Total confirmed deaths only up 3,000 worldwide, 22,000 now. Uh, Total confirmed recovered worldwide, 117. That's up 6,000 from yesterday. 4% of active cases are now considered serious, requiring hospitalization. That is steady from 4% yesterday, but down from 19% in February. 12% of U.S. confirmed cases do require hospitalization at this point. So the U.S. now has 65,581 confirmed cases and 1,000 deaths. Yesterday, uh, it was 784 that had died. And we're up about 12,000 now in cases overnight. We now have 428 official recovered against 1,036 deaths. Brother, can you spare $2 trillion? As we found out this morning, the unemployment rate has gone through the roof, up over a 1,000% in a week. We have gone from 292 jobs uh, being created, 292,000 jobs being created, to 3.28 million jobs lost, those people getting online to uh, file for unemployment. That is in the first week of the coronavirus this is the biggest turnaround and biggest job loss in american history but the senate passed the roughly two trillion dollar economic relief response Um, we're supposed to be getting direct payments right into your bank account every american well not every american but those deemed worthy will get twelve hundred dollars in two to three weeks twenty four hundred plus up to four months and unemployment benefits Uh, Cuomo has confirmed what introverts have long known. Social distancing seems to be working in New York. That's a very positive sign. 
Anybody who went to Mardi Gras, were the beads worth it? Mardi Gras now getting blamed for the Big Easy outbreak. This is the perfect storm, they say. Uh, Fat Tuesday uh, is is really when uh, the heads up from the government uh, came in and said, hey, you should not be uh, gathering. But there were 1.4 million tourists there. We, quote, shared drink cups. We shared each other's space in crowds. People were in close contacts, catching beads. It's now clear they also caught more than beads. Trouble for the Big Easy. U.S. military officially now on a no-travel lockdown. If you're in the military, you're not to travel at all. They want to make sure that none of this virus is being spread anywhere else, including in the own ranks. And for the best darn face mask in the whole wide world, we have my pillow to thank for it. My pillow now is is going to be making face masks. They will go, Mike Lindell said, they'll do whatever it takes to make these. We're going to hopefully be uh, going from 10,000 units a day to 50,000 units a day in a very short period of time. Mike Lindell joins literally hundreds of other companies in the U.S. who have heeded the call of President Trump to convert production to respirators, masks, ventilators, gowns, and other needed equipment. And some good news, further evidence that COVID-19 is seasonal and may spread less in the summer months. Don't let that fool you. It will come back in the fall if it is seasonal. We won't be over it, but it will give us a chance to really kind of catch our breath. We hang on. Who is on the. I'm sorry. I'm, um, Wilfred from the Biden campaign is on the phone with us now. Not expecting a call. Uh, Wilfred. Hello. 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 Yes. Wilfred. I'd like to speak on the radio, please. You're on the radio. Uh, well, yes. Like you interrupted. To the, the host of the yeah, program. This is the. That's me, Wilfred. You're on. Go ahead. No, um, well, my name is Wilfred. The host's name yes. is also Wilfred. No, I'm. This is Glenn Beck. You called into the show. You're with the Biden campaign. Hello, my name is Wilfred. I'm calling <laughs> yes. from Sun City, Florida. Yes, and I am yes. the youth outreach director for the Biden campaign. Twenty youth outreach. Yes. yes, okay. And uh, I wanted to get a message to your audience, if, if I may. Yes, go ahead. Yes, go ahead, please. Um, it's, it's not the, the, the coronavirus. Have you heard of have, yeah. Do you know it? I've heard, yes, okay. we've, we all know it. The coronavirus yes. is, is being talked about as if it only affects elderly people. And I want your audience to know that it also can affect young people like you and I. And even right. even, even right. youngsters right. like Joe Biden can be affected right. by okay. this. Joe uh, was, we have decided as a campaign to protect Joe Biden from coronavirus. And uh-huh. we, yeah. we will be putting him in, in, a, in a lockdown. There's a shed behind well, his home. And he will be right, well, he's in the already, shed behind his home until November. We right, also—he's wait a minute. 
yes. he's already in his house. So I, I mean, you just wired his house for television, and you know he's doing these uh, these these group meetings online now. Well, we uh, we've looked at the research scientifically and <laughs> yeah. discovered a worry that is not being talked about that coronavirus may pass through cameras. Um, which, I don't think any of that's true. Well, we are. We want to be very careful, so we are not going to have Joe do any interviews or speeches or appearances of right. any kind until November. Right, uh, November, and mid, that's because you're you're, yeah, you're afraid uh, mid-November the the. The election will be over by mid-November. Yeah, well, he's planning to vote by mail. Right. Okay. Nobody. I mean, nobody will see him. He won't have a chance to talk to the American people. Well, safety first, of course. Right. He, he would like to tell you about the plan he's putting together for All right. corona, All right. coronavirus. Do you know? Have yes. you heard of the corona? Uh, I, I've heard okay. about that, yes. Right. But what is his plan? Do you have it there? Step one. Stay mm-hmm. home and keep the economy going. Step wait, two. Wait, meet online only, but make sure to wash your hands before typing. Uh, Step right, three. None of the, the, only yeah. talk to people who are on your lap. <laughs> uh, what was that last? What was that last one again? <laughs> it was what? Are you there? Uh, oh, yes. Only talk to people <laughs> who are on your lap. Really? Okay. Why is that? Oh, on, you the, know? on the top of your lap, I think. The top of your lap. Top of your okay. lap. Yes, talk to them. All right. Um, if you do these things, Joe Biden will be giving out iPod shuffles uh, to all people <laughs> who volunteer. And Those are I, hard to get. And I know that you have an audience who may lean a little to the to the right side of maybe not so yes. friendly to some of the policies yes. of of Joe. Right. However, he wants yes. to address that with with his second amendment plan. Okay, and, what's uh, his second amendment plan? Everyone is allowed one blunderbuss. If you uh, if all that's well, that's, that's all the, you need. If someone's like coming into your house <laughs> You just walk out on your porch and you fire your blunderbuss into the sky. Right. And then everyone right. will know that they're not allowed to come over while you're dancing the June bug. All right. Thank you very much, Wilfred. That's the uh, Joe Biden guarantee. You're listening to the best of the Glenn Beck program. is the Glenn Beck program. Welcome to it. Uh, Pat Gray is here. We were just mm-hmm. talking off air about, uh, you know, the end of the world, end times, Jesus coming. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I don't think this is the time that Jesus comes, uh, you know, but who am I to say? I have no mm-hmm. idea. Mm-hmm. I will tell you that I just got news from Israel that uh, bats were falling out of the sky dead yesterday. Uh, and uh, people are saying that's a sign of the end times. Were people making remember. sandwiches out of them? 
I or, no, they weren't. No, no okay. it's not. That's in China. Oh, no, okay. uh-uh. right. nobody. Good. Nobody was cooking them up in a nice uh, soup. <laughs> but they have no idea why these these bats are falling out of the sky, and they're saying, "Well, that's part of prophecy because it says, hmm. you know, Lord's going to take care of all the all the birds and stuff in the sky, and they're just going to go away." <laughs> okay, I didn't know I, that one. I don't. I'm unfamiliar I, with that prophecy. I'm not sure of that one either, but I'm <laughs> pretty sure that I never read anything about bats mm-hmm. being dead either no. so Mm-mm. um welcome to the program pat your thoughts you. on 3.28 million Yikes. unemployment i mean that's just catastrophic i i hope this bill you know mitigates that in the future it can't help but right i mean and when you have oh. when you have every single republican who is there to vote voting for it uh, you know, either everybody's just caved and, and tossed their principles aside, or they believe that this is the only way to save America. I think they caved. <laughs> really? It's, so I it's do, not, I, the, do. I mean, I it's think not the good thing. I it's, think they, right. I think that they, they, they may have said, uh, you know, this is as good as we're going to get. So yeah. we might as well. Um, you know, they, they, but I don't think that they all believe that, yes, every bit of this is, is fantastic. And I, I don't, I, I think it is such an overreach, mm. um, uh, to where uh, I, I don't, I mean, I love your idea of, of doing a moratorium for three months on mortgages. That would, that would help immensely. And so would every state agreeing to forego property tax for three months. You know, just give yes. people relief on that end where they don't have to have so much outgoing and they can keep more of their money. Isn't that the conservative yeah. way? That's the Republican way to do it. Yeah, uh, well, but they didn't do that. But they didn't I, do I that. Mean, no. Yeah. I mean, if you just take the mortgage, mortgage and rent is mm-hmm. your biggest concern yep. for most people. That's the biggest concern. And if you just said, look, if you have mortgage or rent, stop for three months and be great and i love your idea also of no no property tax yeah so take those both away for three months and then couple that with an ask please give some of that money to others that are in need yeah because that's how our grandparents yeah right that's where our grandparents excelled and we're not used to that Mm -hmm. we just we're used to getting money and then not giving it away. We we need to uh, see the needs in others. And if we have the ability to do it right now, everybody's clenched so tight because they don't know what this means yet. And mm-hmm. they're so clenched so tight. They're like, I don't I don't know. Can I uh, can I give that money away right now? I, I don't know. Um, and we, none of us do, So, uh, but we have to have faith in God that we, we will make it, mm-hmm. we'll make it. The, the way you think this works, like for, obviously the banks are depending on money and mortgage companies are, they are going to get th- some of these trillions of dollars that are already in this bill. Is that kind of the vision there? Um, yeah, they're getting $4 trillion as it is. Yeah. And then and, what if- and it, and it, and it would stabilize because right now they're looking and doing calculations on who's going to default and so it makes it even scarier for them. Who's going to default? Who's going to not be able to pay their mortgage in three months? Are we? Uh, are these, you know, AAA bonds that we, we've been repackaging and selling these mortgages? Are they going to default? 
a moratorium on all defaulting, a moratorium on absolutely yeah. everything for three months. Yes. That would help them. It would help us. And yeah, I mean, what are they? They're missing out paying each other. Well, the Fed is paying them. What about the landlord level? I would think that actually would be an impact you'd probably have to address. I mean, if you're renting out if you're an apartment complex and everyone starts paying no, zero no, no. a month for three. No, that's what I mean by, look, if you own it outright, maybe you get a portion of, you know, you get a quarter of your value of a monthly payment or something. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Some. But most people do not own that property outright. So they have a more, the landlord would have to have a moratorium. The only way he could do it is if he didn't have to collect all the rents to pay his mortgage. So anyone who had any kind of mortgage, business, cheesecake factory, a home, uh, any kind of mortgage. <laughs> like you a business and home were a category and you gave an entire category to cheesecake factory. <laughs> I did. I think it deserves its own category. Have you seen its menu? Yes. <laughs> it's in a category of, its, in of itself. So uh, I just think that business and, and home ownership and and uh, apartment complexes they shouldn't have to meet that that uh, monthly nut for three months then they could give people and say look you know pay a hundred dollars a month or pay nothing a month whatever it is but get rid of it for three months and you know the government is attaching certain provisions on receiving the money with the, with the businesses. Like they're saying, if we give you this money, you can't fire your employees as uh, after we do. Y- you could also do that with the banks. We're going to give you this money. We're going to bail you out, but we want you to put a moratorium on mortgages for three months. And it would also be yeah, really the, easy for the states but, to put the moratorium on the property taxes for three months. You mm. can do all of. So this. here's the th- here's the thing. This the the. The banks aren't being bailed out directly this time because, you know, that started the Tea Party. So the Fed is just doing it. And so the Fed, right. yes. the Fed is the bank, you know, yes. so the yes. Fed's just printing money Jeez. Uh, and giving it to themselves. That's what's happening there. Yeah. So uh, there are no strings attached on that. We just have to, you know, we just have to pressure uh, these uh, Congress and pressure our state governors. You should be calling your governor now. Uh, because Gavin Newsom just got this in California, and I think this should happen in every state in mm-hmm. the union. So call your governor and say, put the banks on notice. You need a three-month moratorium on all mortgages, business, and uh, and home mortgages. That's not necessarily a business loan. It's just the place of business. You don't have to pay for the place of business because that's everybody's biggest expense. Also, how do you feel about what's happening to the, uh, what's it called? Dude? Consti- Constitution, Constitution right now. <laughs> what's happening with that? Nobody's paying attention to it. Why did it? At all. Uh, is the, the National Archives closing? Because <laughs> I've seen it up there. It's on display. I'm what not else talking is it used so for? much about the actual physical document, but what it says in the document. You know? Oh, yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Forget that. Like, you can't turn people's water off and their electricity off if they disobey you and your order for them to shut down their business. Like in Virginia with Governor Northam, Governor Blackface, uh, making it a crime to assemble 
something that is literally addressed directly in the U.S. Constitution, but you have to dig in quite a ways to the very <laughs> to the first, first amendment first one. <laughs> to find it. So it's, it's a little deep. difficult. It's deep. It's on page one, yeah. first paragraph. But, but not a lot of people that. dig that far into the Constitution. <laughs> right, right. It's not in the headline, okay? <laughs> and that's as far as we go. <laughs> so here's the, here's the thing, Pat. Actually, if you watched my special last night, the states have extraordinary power. Yeah, it's um, crazy. As long as they're doing it to everyone. That's the key here. Um, and what's what the real problem is, is the states are trying to kick it up to the federal government. They don't want to take this responsibility and they don't want to pay for it. Mm-hmm. So when you saw that, who was it? Oh, state of Texas today, the president just uh, issued the the order for the National Guard. Well, why would this? Why didn't the governor do that? Because if the governors issue a call for the National Guard, then they have to pay for it. But if the president orders the National Guard, then the then the federal government pays for it. Mm. You do not want to set the precedence that the National Guard is under the direction of the president. The National Guard must be under uh, the the governors. You might have a bad governor, but we can all escape from that state. If and then you also have the federal government that can remove that bad governor. But if you have the military operating in the United States and it's all under the control of the president, and I'm not talking about this president, but I can't believe all these Democratic governments, uh, governors who said that the president of the United States, Donald Trump, was a fascist, is now giving him the power over their state. By moving the military under his direction into their state. It's crazy. I mean, mm. you know, you you obviously don't believe that he's a dictator when you are in that state giving him that much power. And thank God I don't think he is a dictator. And I don't think he'd become a dictator. But you can't set this precedence. And yet, and do you hear anybody are. saying of it? Here, and, no, nobody's here talking about it. We're rolling over for, for all of it. We're not even... We're not even giving a thought to whether or not we should be doing this. It, we're just in such a panic right now. Nobody wants the disease. We don't want it to spread. So anything's proposed, okay, yep, we'll comply. We'll comply. Well, you know what? Did you, did you see the guy who probably, this is the study that probably had the president shut everything down. This is the, guy, this is the study that, shot, uh, that uh, England shut down over. Everybody else, you heard? Have you heard about the Imperial College study in in the UK? Yeah, that's the big. That's that, the big it, scary uh, model that they've been. That's using. the big one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, five hundred thousand deaths in the UK. Well, mm. now the guy who did the study says, "I think we might have enough ICU beds, and it's probably only going to kill twenty thousand in the UK." That's yeah, pretty and big. More difference. than half of those. <laughs> More than half of those, he said, would have died by the end of the year in any way, uh, in any case, because they're sick and old. So wait a minute. Mm. Wait, wait a minute. You just said 500,000 people would die. Now you're saying 20,000 by the end of the year, and they probably would have died anyway. <laughs> and you've destroyed the global economy. <laughs> well, but I, I think I was reading that, too. And mm. as I was reading into his reasoning. His reasoning for his optimism seems to be the lockdown. 
Yeah, so the, really, really? Because the lockdown oh. was in place. He said the numbers are so encouraging with the lockdown. The lockdown in the UK had been going on for two solid days. Yeah, right. The, the official one. But they were doing, you know, the encouraged social distancing and all of that before. Social distancing. We were doing social distancing. There's nothing wrong with social distancing. We're talking about the shutting down of economies. The best of the Glenn Beck program. Hey, it's Glenn, and you're listening to the Glenn Beck program. If you like what you're hearing on this show, make sure you check out Pat Gray Unleashed. It's available wherever you download your favorite podcasts. So I know this is a dumb question, but Stu, I'd like you to help me out on some of these things. Okay, going over the uh, the bailout. I found a few things. Mm -hmm. The John F. Kennedy Center for the Performing Arts Operations and Maintenance. For an additional amount for operations and maintenance of $25 million to remain available until September 30th, 2021 to prevent, prepare for, and respond to coronavirus domestically or internationally including funding for deep cleaning and information technology to improve telework capability and for operations and maintenance requires related to the consequence of coronavirus. What (laughs) exactly does the John F. Kennedy Center need to do besides get a bunch of mothballs and roll them down the aisle and then vacuum them back up when they can open the doors? Well, in ta- $25 million in times of a pandemic, Glenn, you want to make sure you pour money into facilities where people get together to sit really close to each other and watch a show. It's unbelievable. It's a great, great idea. Uh, unbelievable. <laughs> I think we can do deep cleaning there for less than $25 million. And notice, and this is a key word, notice it says um, to prepare for and respond to coronavirus domestically or internationally. Well, if they move the Kennedy Center the- to um, Madagascar at uh-huh. any point, or Ukraine, it could be a huge, <laughs> could be a huge issue. <laughs> All right, I, I don't think we should be, uh, you know, twenty five million dollars to, uh, you know, the the Kennedy Center. I, I mean, how much does it turn uh, take to turn off the lights and then come back later? Why are we paying performers and artists for not performing? I mean, get the unemployment that the plumber gets the national foundation on the arts and humanities five national endowment for the arts six grants and administration for the additional amount now 25 million dollars to turn out the lights of the kennedy center this is an additional amount for grants and administration 75 million dollars to remain available until September 30th, 2021, to prevent, prepare for, and respond to coronavirus domestically or internationally to be distributed in grants. Oh, okay. So, wow. Uh, So $75 million to pay artists. Okay. Um, Who's getting these grants? And I'm an artist. Can I get one? I'm guessing the answer is negatory, chief, negatory. Uh, Howard University for an additional amount for Howard University of $13 million to prepare to respond to domestically, internationally, 
help defray the expenses directly caused by coronavirus and enable grants to students for expenses directly related to coronavirus for the disruption of university operations. What, what, what? I mean, how expensive are the books now? $13 million for, to, to cover the disruptions. $13 million? I mean, can I just tell you, in this bill, schools are getting an awful lot of money. And with all due respect for the, the amount of fleecing that these these universities have done i think clean up your own mess but that's just me how are they different than the plumber right down the road how come beacon plumbing is not getting millions of dollars i mean keeping my crapper clean and and flushing with all this toilet paper that i now have I mean, that seems to be more critical to me than, you know, giving grants to students for the disruption of university operations. I don't even know what that means. Also, notice all of these domestic or international. That's that phrase is mentioned 115 times in the document. Why does Howard need to spend money outside the U.S.? How much money exactly is going to be leaving the U.S.? Because I thought we were bailing out the United States. Source of funds used for payments of salaries and expenses of Tiny Findings Child Development Center. The Government Accountability Office may reimburse the Tiny Findings Child Development Center for salaries for employees incurred from April 1st to September 30th, 2020 for employees uh, of such center who have been ordered to cease working due to measures taken in the Capitol complex to combat coronavirus, not to exceed $100,000 a month. So this is the tiny little Findings Child Development Center that's in the Capitol. So they took care of theirs. But what about all the little Chinese, uh, the, the, uh, the child findings development centers that are around the country? I was just with uh, the bank president of my local bank just, what, a day ago, two days ago. And we were talking, he runs a small business on top of that one. He runs a, a daycare. He and his daughter run a daycare. I said, how's that going? He said, not well. I don't know how we're going to keep those doors open. Well... Okay, well, how come he doesn't get any help? See, this is the kind of stuff that it drives people nuts. This is the kind of stuff that gives, that creates the Tea Party or Occupy Wall Street. It does. Now they're giving to a private nonprofit. Well, how come Mercury One? We do a lot of good. How come we're not on that? How do you even get in line on that? You don't. Extension of sexual risk avoidance education program, 48,287,671 dollars for the period beginning October 1st, October 1st, 2019 and ending May 22nd, uh, May 22nd of 2020. Excuse me. Okay, wait. For the period beginning October 1st, 16, 2019, that's in the past and ending May 22nd, and they need $50 million? I mean, I'm sure they're doing great work. I'm, no, I mean that sincerely. But $50 million spent on telling people to self-regulate sexual risk? Wouldn't, uh, you know, hey, uh, everybody stay in shelter in place. Shouldn't that stop all risky behavior? I mean, you're only having sex with the people that you're trapped with. And that kind of sorting that out? I give that one to you for free. United States government federal work study 
during qualifying emergency in general. In the event of a qualifying emergency, an institution of higher education participating in the program under Part C of Title IV of the Higher Education Act, if they affected work-study students for the period of time not to exceed one academic year in which affected students are unable to fulfill the student's work-study obligation for all or part of such academic year due to such qualifying emergencies, as follows, payments may be made, blah, blah, blah. So wait, students who work... We'll get full-time paychecks for not working. When did we start giving students a pension? Do plumbers get that? Section 3510, continuing education at affected foreign institutions. Oh, be nice if we had more information on this uh, section, more detail on exactly how they're going to pay, who they're going to pay for what, how much. But no, that's all it was. Section 3510, continuing education at affected foreign institutions. Don't know what that is. Don't know how much they get. Don't know where that money's going. Temporary relief for student loan borrowers. The secretary shall suspend all payments due for loans made under Part D and Part B uh, held by the Department of Education, blah, 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 suit through September 30th, 2020. Consideration of payments notwithstanding any other provision in the higher education, blah, blah, blah. Secretary shall deem each month for which the loan payment was suspended under the section as if the borrower of the loan had made the payments for the purpose of any loan forgiveness program. Wait, hold it. What? Yeah, you heard that right. They're not just putting a hold on student loans. As long as the student claims this is an emergency, we're going to count each month as if we paid the loan for them. Uh, wait a minute. Excuse me. What? I just, I just last hour outlined what you should be doing, and that is... You should be calling your governor right now and telling the governor to put pressure on the banks to just put a moratorium on your mortgage for three months. That's business mortgages. That's, you know, uh, your your mortgage payment. If you have any kind of mortgage payment that should be suspended for three months because we can use that money. To A, take the pressure off of families and they don't lose their homes. Take the pressure off of businesses. Yeah, Cheesecake Factory said they can't meet their mortgage payment. They may have to close. Don't let that happen, America. Everyone could take that burden off their shoulders. But I didn't ask that the government makes those payments. The government is is counting from now until September as they're making all of the payments for the student loans. Oh, my gosh, I can't do it. I can't do it. Inclusion of certain over-the-counter medicines qualified as medical expenses. Guess what, Stu? Guess what? What? Guess what? Guess what we're paying for? (laughs) Guess what we're paying for? I don't know what. Yeah. Tampons, pads, liners, (laughs) cups, sponge. Mm. We're doing it all. Good. I I was hoping that would happen. Finally. Finally. How many times have we demanded this? I know. I've always thought, you know, we should be paying for tampons and genital tract secretions. Uh, and so we're doing it. So that's that's really good. Temporary government in the Sunshine Act relief. 
If the chairman of the Board of Governors of the Federal Reserve System determines in writing that unusual and ex- uh, ex- extreme circumstances exist, the board may conduct meetings without regard to the requirements of Section 552B of Title uh, 5 United States Code during the period beginning blah, 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 blah. Now, that's great. Sounds wonderful. Uh, except I don't know what U.S. Code Title 5 Section 552B says. No big deal. I mean... I looked it up. Uh, It's just a mandate that all meetings have to be open to the public observation. So, you know, we would have some idea of what's going on, but they don't have to do that now. They don't have to be open to the public. Uh, U.S. Code 552B, open meetings. A member shall not jointly conduct or dispose any agency business other in accordance with this section, blah, blah, blah.